Hello everyone, welcome on in to episode 32 of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in. And you know what, we were just saying 32, 32, that number gives me so much comfort. Like, maybe because it's an even number? Yeah. I don't know. Eight times four is 32. It's just a lot. 32 is just a really, really great number. So that means this is going to be a really, really great show. Okay. I don't know what that was. Oh, and also while we're early in the show, I just want to say thank you to everyone who reached out to me on Twitter and text messages and Instagram. And, you know, since your condolences, your prayers, your positive vibes, it definitely was felt um, from everybody and it made a difference. So thanks for that. I appreciate it, and I'm coming along well. Um, and how was your weekend? My weekend was very eventful. Um, on Saturday, I took a pole dancing class. Still shocks me. Um, yeah, and I really, in my head, it was going to be totally different. Like, she really, the instructor really thought that I was going to be like, <laughs> like Black China, like the first. I'm like, no, sis, like I got no upper body strength. Like I have no <laughs> core strength. Like I'm trying to build that shit. But that motivated, you know, me and my friends, um, for us to do other fitness classes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm like, yeah, because I really want to get that because I could not even swing myself on a pole. But I'm like, I know, I and that seemed like the that. highlight. Yeah, I'm going to go with y'all next time, but you know yeah, what? I'm nervous that. that the pole might not be tall enough for me. It, it should. Because well, are there such things as tall strippers? Yeah, tall strippers. Really? I've yeah. never seen one. I always feel like they're little. No, I thought I'm not going to be able to get no real space to do what I'm supposed to do in a pole. No, you will. And plus, like, the first class, like, it's like you inch. We did twerk on a pole, too, and, like, squat that. Like, I'm like, yo, when you do twerking, like, the correct way, that shit really no. hurts. I, I, maybe because I don't really have, like, a huge butt. I only know how to do twerking by the book, and it always is like, <laughs> wow. Not for more than five seconds. <laughs> she really had us, like, doing work. I'm like, fuck. I would have loved to see Peter just going at it. I feel like... <laughs> we all were shook, though. All of us. <laughs> we, all, we all, like, we thought we were something, but we was all fucking shook. Um, And then, um, no, today's not Monday. So on Sunday, I was about to say yesterday. Well, no, on Sunday... Um, me. We, yeah, no. I visited you on Saturday after what? Po- after the pole dancing class. You know, okay, this is kind of funny. I do want to talk about this. Sabria visited me, <laughs> and she bought me, like, a bunch of vegan snacks because, oh, yeah, announcement, I'm vegan now. I just decided to go cold turkey. I fucked up a few times, but... <laughs> a few times, but I just got right back on track, and I was like, "No, fuck it, I got an island prize." Because like, you know, all this stuff with my family and health, it's just been really motivating me to just try to cut all the food out. Sabria's dancing, <laughs> but um, yeah. So Sabria brought me all these vegan snacks to make me feel better, and I just wasn't feeling well on Saturday night, and I went to sleep, and Sabria was next to me <laughs> watching TV, and she told me she was gonna go to the bathroom, and that was the last I've seen of her. I woke up at like three, and she was going, and I. I don't know why I panicked. I felt like somebody kidnapped you. <laughs> I felt like I was super. I was so scared. I don't know why I was that scared. I'm like, but I your had brother no, was there. Was I had no clue where you were at. <laughs> yeah, when you called me, I'm like, oh shit, the jig is up. She knows that I'm going. I, she, I called. I said, like, Sabria. You was like, yeah. And you and I'm like, it, is she left? Is she mad at me? Because I really went to sleep. It's just something was very unsettling about the way that you left. <laughs> no, because I, when I left, I was really in the way. I was like, I was like, bye, man. Bye. I was like, all right, see, I'm leaving. And you didn't leave Did you touch me? Because you know you got to shake me sometimes. I know. But last time I did that, you still didn't wake up. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going. I'm like, you look so peaceful. I was like, I'm not going to rattle her up. Because then I felt like if you woke up, you'd be like, no, I'll take you home. So I'm not, say something crazy. That's true. And I'm like, no. So I was like, all right. Yeah, like, you vanished. Like, and like I felt like Beyonce, when she was like, you disappeared. I was like, where'd she go? You fucking disappeared. And then was casual as hell on the phone. Like, yeah, I went home. I'm like, that is so strange to just leave. But I was like, I, granted, I, last time I saw you was 8 p.m. And then when I woke up, it was 3 a.m. It was... <laughs> sleep for a really long time <laughs> yeah because it was not because it was like rather early like you know and yeah when i look when you went to the bathroom it was eight something <laughs> when i woke up to check on you it was 3 a.m so i was like how long has she been gone you probably was home with your feet kicked up everything i was i was wow. home and so i think it, i was watching tv too like 
for that was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I did the pole dancing class, and then I visited um, you. And then on Sunday, um, we had a like going away dinner because um, Peter is going to Iceland and Finland. I'm not sure which, which I'm really one sad for, about because I I know that I, we haven't been together that long, but I just feel attached to Peter. I know me too. I'm like yo, I feel like you know what? When you younger, you feel like in, in adulthood, you like these are my friends. I'm never gonna have any close friends. I'm never. But I'm like as I get older, I get more like friends that I'm like close to. Exactly. I'm like, it's so and they just crazy. their vibe. Like I hate yeah. to sound like a tofu eating bitch, but their like <laughs> vibe is just like out of this world. And I've been finding, I've been fortunate enough to find like a lot of people like that. Like I feel. Like Peter's like that, Jerome is like that. Yeah. Like their vibe is so wholesome. Yeah. And um she's not here, but our engineer's girlfriend. She Good. has like she just has such a warm vibe. And I, I just love people like that who are instantly <laughs> warm. So Yeah. And like I don't feel like it's forced not like I don't feel like I me and Peter are friends just because we're both vegan. Like we're friends because we like have so much more Yeah, he's funny and he's yeah. really caring. So whatever. Yeah. This is like the Peter fan club. <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, we went to um New Harmony, the the Chinese, the vegan Chinese oh, place that I go love. Oh my gosh! Every time I go there, I eat so freaking much. I got the the vegan shrimp. I got that, and I got I got yeah. I got that. Yo, everybody, cause I let um everybody at the table try, it, and they was like, yo, this is good. Like I get that every fucking time. So I good. get that, and I tried um my manager's um boyfriend. Um, Lewis, shout out to Lewis. But Lewis, um, boyfriend got um General Toe from there. Was it good? It was good, but it's not better. But it's not better than my Chinese place. I don't trust like General Toe's from everybody. Like I don't because it just don't be crunchy enough. Yeah, but this one was crunchy as hell. Okay, well, but the the one from my Chinese place at the Vegan General Toe is really fucking good. But yeah, we went there. That was fun. And then Peter met Rocco. Um. And Rocco's her dog, in case you don't know. Yeah, Rocco. And I'm I'm going to just refer to him as Rocco. From this point on, because we've clarified it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he met Rocco, and then I walked into the L, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm like, I don't want to cry, like, because I'll see you. But I'm like, oh, I know, so it's sad. Fun. It really is hard to say goodbye. But he is coming back, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's not moving here. He's not moving here. But oh, also, before this, we missed last week, but we also did the Women's March, and it was fun. Of course, yes. we were with Peter. We were with my girlfriend, Kristen, and her baby sister. We were with Jerome. We were with Louis. We were with Elena. Yep. And we were just, it was a posse of us, and we had so much fucking fun. I know. It was so much fun. Like, at first. So many people. And I'm so happy that we linked up with everybody we supposed to link up with, because, like, it was so many people, and everybody found us. You don't, because when it's that many people somewhere, you don't know what type of directions to tell them like um i'm about art museum okay that's where the fucking march is you have to be very specific specific you have to be very specific with like your um like descriptions but we met up with everyone we Mm -hmm. stayed there we giggled we laughed we took pictures so it was fun women's march philly was like lit we had a great time um so okay that about ends it for our intro actually we were supposed to do phase four but we got so much to get into from missing last week that we're just gonna get right into it so we're gonna toast for assist and right now we're gonna toast for to judge Rosemary Aquilina and she's not black um which I know is not <laughs> typically what we but do but she did that though but she did this okay so she was the judge in the um what's his name let me get the case up right now okay so she was the judge that ripped uh the U.S. Uh, gymnastics doctor Larry Neeser you may have been following this case. He was, like, the gymnastics doctor that, like, assaulted so many girls. And they were, have been reporting him for years. And mm-hmm. nothing was being done about it. And it was happening under so many different people's noses. And she just was being relentless towards him. She gave him uh, 40 to 175 years in prison. And she told him, him, I just signed your death warrant. Good. Not only did she do that. She took his apology letter and she like threw it to the side. Like she like tossed it while staring directly at him. And a lot of right. people were saying she was too harsh, but like, <laughs> only only in the today's world where a woman could be too harsh for sentencing a monster when the monster did monstrous things. Yeah, what the fuck? Is How, she she could have been worse. She should have actually been worse. If she took her shoe and knocked him across his forehead with him with it, she still wouldn't have been too he harsh. De- he did not deserve any type of He deserved of a footprint across his face, and yep. she just tossed his letter aside? Words? That's what she did to him, words. Please, man. 
please. So I'm like all for I'm it. Proud of you. That is, she looked like she kind of gave me Judge Judy vibes, where she just is not like, like she's not one to fuck with. Okay, yeah. not at all. All right, so let's move on into tea time. Let's talk about the Grammy. So I again, I don't watch these shows because I just don't fuck with award shows like that. <laughs> I can't believe people are still making a big deal like SZA deserved to win. So and so deserved to win. Like why? Because in my head, Beyonce won every category: best country album, best rap album. She wasn't nominated for anything, but in my mind, best um rock album. She she won it. She did. Best pop, and she mm-hmm. hasn't had an album this year, but she won. She won. She won. And, like, people are mad because SZA was nominated in all these categories and she didn't win anything. And I'm like, do y'all care about the Academy or not? Like, y'all keep saying y'all don't care about what white people think about you. But then you get get upset when... Like, when I tell you, after they... Chose I'm gonna keep talking about this Back. after they chose Macklemore over oh, Macklemore yeah Kendrick Lamar for the best rapper that shit was wild I think that was all I needed that shit was woo and all I I'm not even the biggest fan of Kendrick Lamar but that shit was wrong yeah and I like when black people win things like yeah and also the truth, but yeah. I don't care when they don't because like these people what do they know and also when Beck won over Beyonce I'm like bitch and when Adele won over Beyonce and she stood up there for her whole time and. <laughs> Dedicated that award to Beyonce. Like she knew. She fucking knew. She knew. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Beyonce, why did Blue Ivy have to gather her <laughs> and Jay Z? Because they was being too fucking jealous. They was clapping and. Blue Ivy pretty much said, settle the fuck down. <laughs> you stop clapping and you stop clapping. We don't clap for white folks. <laughs> That's what it looked like she was really saying. Like, uh, like, like she had a discussion with them before they came out. Like, we not clapping today. Like, we just not. And also, Beyonce, was it me that she just kind of looked like a little bit withdrawn? <laughs> Somebody said, I took a screenshot of it. It was like, I know Jay-Z is next to her, but she looks divorced. Like, <laughs> and when she had the sippy, the, the juice, she had Blue Ivy snacks in her hand when Blue Ivy was eating. I'm like, this little girl runs them. She really is a trip. She really is a trip. So Did you see Jay Z face when he asked when she politely asked him to stop clapping? <laughs> he genuinely looked like I know she didn't just fucking. <laughs> I just want. I hope that Beyonce is recording like you know because you know Beyonce does stuff like that like records yes. all stuff and then release it because I need to know because she is just so fucking funny. She's a trip. Like yeah, because she had the. She had... <laughs> She did the hands like, bring it down. Stop being so fucking Joe. <laughs> and I saw a tweet. It was like her reaction to them airing all their family laundry and then not winning anything. <laughs> like, Jason, you didn't throw all our business and you ain't win shit. Just stop clapping. But yeah, so Blue killed me. The fact that they was wearing black and she showed up in her all white, came with the snacks. Yes. And then Rihanna. Oh, my God. Rihanna looks so fucking happy right now. <laughs> She do. That's the smile that she has on her face. Like, her prince must be giving her that A1. <laughs> Honestly. Because... Also, I just want to kiss her arms. Like... I know what you mean. They just look... She just... Ah, uh, listen. But I do low-key. I always think she's, like, low-key pregnant. But I've been thinking this about Rihanna since... <laughs> you have. Only girl in the world. You have. I mean, that's why she happy, because she's pregnant. And I need to stop thinking like that. I know better. Like, yeah. I know better. I know it's not because of a man. I know it's not because... Of a baby, She's just but. on top of the world. But I say, if you think about it, if you had, like, not just makeup, but you had a cosmetic line in Sephora, you had all these different iconic awards, you had all these different fashion lines, you were beautiful as fuck, and you just keep getting more and more beautiful, and you're funny, you got a great personality, why would you not be happy and smile? Yeah. Like, I just want to be Rihanna. Um. Okay, Kendrick Lamar's performance, did you see that? Yes, I did. Me, it's funny because I watch, well, we recorded it because I went out to dinner. And, like, my first of all, I was tired as fuck yesterday because my mom helped me hostage and made me stay up For what? on Sunday. For the yeah. Oh, okay. So I was so tired yesterday, so she made me stay up. But, um, yeah, uh, we only watched basically the black people. Yeah, same. Her. I went and I found them once the show was over. So, yeah. I. Really loved, I don't know what sneakers, they probably was Nikes, but what sneakers those dancers had on, but I need those sneakers. His performance was 
It was outstanding. And his outfit, like, with the wide leg pants on. I'm like, I need that outfit. And the girl on the drums, like, I just fucking love that. Like, he did Black so excellence. good. Fire. Kendrick Lamar plays a lot with fire, which I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe it's just the like fire sign in me. When people have fire in their performances, it does something to me where I, I just want to like. I mean, you know, it does something. Yeah. To me <laughs> Remember that? It. Oh my god. Yes, yeah, Bria. Yeah, one time, fire came up, and I thought somebody stabbed Bria. She started screaming so loud. Concert. It was a Kanye West concert, and um, then the Dave Chappelle like interruptions. Like I know he's super super problematic right now, <laughs> but I did appreciate it because anything that like contributes to making white people a little bit more uncomfortable in a space where they thought that it would just be fun, because it's funny to me. Because I'm like, yo, he really just this performance is not for y'all, but y'all, you know, <laughs> and it's the truth. Like if y'all think y'all uncomfortable for being around an outspoken black man, imagine how a black man feel for being outspoken. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's equally, if not more, scary. Yes. So he did amazing. Then you got Bruno Mars and Cardi Card. I said Cardi B. Where am I, where am I from? <laughs> that was weird. I don't know who that was. I'm, I'm, my apologies to the audience. Um, But, yeah, Bruno Mars and Cardi B. I felt like I was, like, from, like, Boston or something. Just like, but Cardi B's outfit was so fucking cute. It was. It's very cute. And I know you don't like fin- fin- finesse, but that song really gets me like lit for the gym. I, yeah, I don't listen to it. I like when she say, "Yeah, you got it going on, got it going on." Like that's cute. Like that's. Cute. It's just weird to me because I'm like I'm so over the '90s. I never thought I would say it. I'm never over it. I'm over the '80s. Like when people do mm-hmm. things like based on the '80s, I just fucking can't. But the 70s and 90s, keep doing it, like, forever. Especially, like, nobody did the 90s the way Bruno Mars did it, you know. It was very, very authentic. But, he, you know, he an era hopper. Like, he always hopping from one era to the, no- to the next. Yeah. What if he? What if for his next album he does like a sleeve theme? I would not be surprised. I feel like black people would be like he's still cool because no. they love Bruno Mars. But it's a lot of people on Twitter was up in arms about him like winning like album of the year. It's like they were saying like if a black person made that album, then they wouldn't have won. Um, yeah, but his album was lit. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. Who was he up against? 444 and what else? SZA. I mean, yeah. Like, I really like SZA, but I I was really shocked that SZA's album was liked by so many people only because I was used to SZA being more of like an Erykah Badu slash Solange. Like, there's like a niche audience, but that shit really connected with a lot of people. And obviously, I'm proud of her for that, but I'm still like shook that that you know yeah me too that it went as far like speaking of scissors the next person on our list like i just people were upset because she didn't win and she didn't oh, miss I didn't and she care. Did. my Who mom cares? just that was, album like, was iconic my mom was just like she better not use that as an excuse to not come to um Philly. hello that's the only thing i thought like bitch i don't host to see her tomorrow yeah we're supposed to see her tomorrow but i don't i don't believe it because i'm got yeah i'm trying not to get too excited when I tell you, if she cancels again, I'm not. I'm gonna pretend just like I don't know who says is from yeah. this point on. I'm be like, who who got big hair? No, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Top Dog Entertainment. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't know shit about her. It's just so I I swear to God, if and she write so... a long drawn out, uh, uh, take a screenshot of a note on her iPhone talking about how emotionally she just no, like I don't. And it's don't already it. drawn out. Like, I don't even feel like going I feel like I'm gonna be in the audience like I need I need I need <laughs> dryish that's how I feel cause I'm like it's on a fucking Wednesday like I gotta rush from work like we both gotta yeah. rush from work I don't even like I'm, here. I'm really annoyed because like you know Tuesdays are our podcast days so yeah. obviously I'm fucked up all Wednesday because of how bit, how late I go to bed and have to yeah. get up and then I'm gonna have to be fucked up for two days in a row it's just gonna carry over I'm gonna have a terrible day on Thursday like I already know. Yeah. But yes. Oh my God. Says if you listening, please don't play with us. Okay. Don't fucking play. All right. So now we're gonna talk about Sierra. So everybody knows Sierra love marriage. Like we we just she fucking is know. A fucking loser. Like honestly. She is a she like a lot of girls do this where if they get their heart breaking broken, but then they find like a decent guy who treats them like you know. 
right? They start trying to give advice to all these other girls. Like, all right, now let me show y'all how to get a husband. Like, yo, it was just by chance. That you, you met somebody nice. That's what you're supposed to yeah. get. That's what you're supposed to get. Like, men don't do that. They don't be like, all right, y'all, let me show y'all how to get a good girl. It's just the expectation. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. That's what, that's what my whole problem was with the whole Sierra thing is, like, the expectation is, like, it's, it's put so much on women. Like, you got to be this and third. No, I'm going to be who the fuck I am and if you can't accept me for who I am then fuck you like right now let's just talk about what Sierra did so she posted this video um with the caption hashtag level up don't settle and she said too many women want to be married but you're um but well it was a pastor his name was like John Gray or something like that he was like you know greasy ass greasy heavy donut head ass you know (laughs) God talking to women about what well, he, he just knows so much about relationship because he's in the church and he just knows he's a man. He knows. And he goes, too many women want to be married, but you're walking in the spirit of girlfriend. Yep. Sure is. <laughs> he was saying how, you know, when you meet a woman, she is your wife. As soon as you meet her, when you marry her, that's when she becomes your wife. But she is a wife before you meet her. He, this nigga just was saying words like, what the yeah. fuck do any of that mean? Yeah, and what it means is be respectable, sit down, shut up, be quiet, be nice, be no. cute, be pretty, be sweet. And then you'll get a husband. But, like, not trying to be smart. No. Sierra has been those things from the very get-go. She been the same Southern peach that she yep. is now. And she's been getting played and dogged out. Exactly. Why? Because she was being nice she was being well not because she was being nice because niggas is a fucking mess but what I mean is she was being nice and all this stuff was happening to her and then she was nice to a person who was nice back yeah and you know she got upgraded it was never a point where Sierra wasn't carrying herself like a wife Mm -hmm. there was never a point when Sierra was like walking around like who let's just say black China because not that there's anything wrong being black China but you know that's mm-hmm. somebody that people typically would not regard as a wife who's been engaged two times by yeah. the way. <laughs> but I don't understand what she meant by that you know level up yeah and like you said it was like a, it was like a mentality like when women get married they think they better now than let me teach you the way yeah like it's not be- like I hate when bitches think that that's a prize like you know getting a man and stuff like what does that show what what does that show young girls and stuff like that? That means you're not like I was saying. I said on Twitter like when I was in college, I went to this. I was in the school. I was at this my like first pick school. I was in like my uh my dream school in my dream city mm-hmm. at eighteen, living by myself. Like I was like you know working and stuff losing like that. Weight. Losing weight like in college. Like I was really like li- like doing it and I still thought I was a fucking loser because I didn't have you know I wasn't in a relationship right because of people's mentalities like that like saying like you gotta go to school you gotta do that and then you get the man and then you just and third blah 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 like yeah. that people like um weigh their worth by like you know who they're with and you know and things exactly. like that which is out of your control like it really it is. is I mean you can be as I know so many girls that got that pick me mentality where they like post pictures on Instagram like, um, just a casual night of greens, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese and cornbread and sweet potatoes. <laughs> but I'm single, so I guess I'll eat it myself. Like we all know that girl, she's still fucking single. Yeah. Because it don't have nothing to do with that these days, man. These men's is something else. Like exactly. they're something else. And like what does that teach girls like Lala, <laughs> her homie who was the fuck? She acted like a wife. She mm-hmm. was pleasant. She wasn't out here in these streets showing out. And she, her man still dogged her out. Yeah. What does that say to women like Sanaa Lathan, who have n- always been known as gentle but has never been married? Mm-hmm. Regina Hall, never been married. Like, that don't have nothing to do with it. Your attitude and, oh my God, it's just ridiculous. Like, then Sierra, as a follow up after getting all that backlash, <laughs> uh, she wrote, I was that girl wanting to be loved a certain way. Oh, sorry, I'm going to say it in her voice. But was making the wrong choices. I found myself at my lowest moment. I was a single mom sitting at home. And then I realized that the perfect love I was looking for was how God loves me. How he wants me to be loved and who he was calling me to be as a mom and a woman. Then I realized, (laughs) married or not, 
I needed to love myself. Hashtag level up. If that's what the fuck you meant, then why would you post that video? With the same hashtag level up. Sweetie, it's just, just say you sorry. My bad. Like, I got ahead of myself. that video had nothing to do with what you were saying. That video no. was be like, you need to be like this. You first need to of act all, a certain exactly, way. Exactly. And first of all, a no fucking man can tell me how to act. No. No matter. Why the fuck would I take life lessons from a fucking man? On how to act. Like, and, and more importantly, I think people forget that you don't act a certain way just to piss people off. You act that way because that's who you are. Yeah. I think a lot of men think that if you're outspoken, you're doing it just to spite them. Like, oh my God, look at you showing your personality and ambition. Like, you're doing that shit just to get under my fucking skin because you know women are supposed to be. No, I'm doing it because this is, I feel restricted when I'm anyway yeah, other than exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. So why would, why would I just change, restrict myself simply for a ring when, girl if you're really waiting you're patient enough you'll find somebody who loves you for you and it could be real yeah it, or you won't but guess what you'll still be yourself it's just but I, I just I don't know I'm not with that poisonous and idea of t- teaching women to act a certain way to be a wife do you have to carry yourself a certain way to attract a certain type of person absolutely mm-hmm. but that is not insurance that you're going to get what you're looking for exactly and you should and then you start feeling like you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. when you don't get it so CC. Go have a seat, seat. Because yeah, sit down. Because we already knew you. She was a dickhead when she named her son Future, or when she got matching dreads for Future. Yeah, like that's just like you a dickhead. She be doing shit like that, and I'm like, no, you gotta like, girl, take it easy. Yeah. All right, so, um, we was gonna talk about. Okay, so we know Kim Kardashian named her baby Chicago West. Fine. The baby was born via surrogate, and Kim Kardashian got cornrows and tried to pretend like she was looking like Bo Derrick, which was a <laughs> white woman who got cornrows in the 80s, and people ripped her to shreds. We was going to zoom through this. But like you were saying how, ain't it funny that she just can't? Like, when people start talking about Beyonce, when people start she talking like, about Rihanna. look at me, look at me. Like, like I'm like, if you never believed that before, like, yeah, you have to believe it now. Because what the fuck was the point? Like, Kanye West wasn't at um, the Grammys. The Grammys and then everybody was, and Beyonce was dropping all those fire pictures on Instagram. Well, all and, these different dresses with different yeah. splits from different angles. And then Jay-Z had the uh, Rockefeller brunch. And it's like, out of nowhere, Kim Kardashian post this fucking picture. Yeah, Rihanna hit that. What's that South African James called? Guaya, the... Guaya? Is that how you I pronounce it? I thought it was Gora Gora. Gora Gora. That's probably what it is. Yeah, but she, she hit that and we was talking about how decent Rihanna Legs was. And I feel like Kim Kardashian, I never felt like this before. I never felt like this before. I'm like, she just, you know, that the naked picture thing, every single time she's not getting enough attention, it, it's mind-boggling. And, like, it's to the point now where I never say this. I'm like, you too old for that shit. Yeah, that's She's how, too that's old for everything too, she do. She's too old for her, her the way she be dressing. She's too old. It's to the point where it really looked like she the mom from Mean Girls. Like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Like, you know, I feel that she's trying to do that. And you can be, your energy could be young forever. Yeah. Like, your energy can be young forever. But that doesn't mean you don't have to grow up. Like, Kim Kardashian seems like a damn good mother. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. She seems like she's very dedicated to being her, a, a, a mom. But I'm just picturing myself having three kids, like, on the gram. Not in a magazine. Not in a video shoot, but on, on the in, fucking gram. On Instagram. Taking titty shots. <laughs> for, for no good reason. On a Monday night. Like, seriously, <laughs> sis, it's Monday. <laughs> this is not me body shaming. This is me saying it's t- it's tired. Like we do something seen else it already. Like and somebody, I took a screenshot. It is common because this is how I feel. Somebody said, "I really wish they go away. I don't even follow them, but it's like I follow them." <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's, That's it's true just, tea. It's just it looks like she's starting to look too old for it yeah and it's just like that made me see her in a different like like i wasn't even thinking about her i had no opinion formed about about her i was happy to you know you know she had her kids whatever i fell back you know whatever i wasn't talking about her every yeah. time i talked about a kardashian it was usually kylie jenner not even a kardashian but like i really <laughs> didn't have nothing to say about but the kardashian. that was really bot like i was annoyed and worried I'm I'm not worried. She's just up to her old tricks. Like she needs some attention, and I'm just I'm. It's, that it's, is so crazy. It's I not can't cute. imagine because I don't even like. 
I'm I'm not somebody that like the only time I crave attention is from somebody that like you know like a I'm person, dating yeah, yeah. like you know like somebody like romantically like I crave their attention but to crave the attention from like the world like Strangers. I want everybody to look yeah look like that is just so interesting to me and the cornrows I have a problem with too even more than the nakedness because I don't give a fuck people gonna keep saying it's just a hairstyle people can have whatever hairstyle they want no yeah tr- you know what that would be true had black women and black girls they were still getting shit for wearing that mm-hmm. you know there are some branches of you know the military that you can't wear braids there are some and like cheerleaders they yep. can't wear braids there's some schools where they say braids are unprofessional when us professionals who work in the corporate world we gotta think twice oh my god are these braids what are they gonna do what are they gonna do and this and the other because there has been years of association with braids being you know not professional yeah, being exactly. this way then that way and then for this white woman she's just about oh well, I'm gonna do it just for fun it's like it represents something else that's not for you and you're raising black children and you still don't know what's off limits for you like you just don't and that's that, like that thing um what's this called a bendy yeah bendy a bendy is beautiful okay mm-hmm. when i was a kid i always wanted to wear a bendy um, if you don't know it's like the jewel that like people put in their foreheads i don't know what ethnicity uh, or what uh, culture like does it Desi people yeah it's like i've seen like i always associated with like like indian or middle eastern type of woman yeah. but it ain't for fucking me okay mm-hmm. it can be as beautiful as it wants it's not for me yeah you need to take that something is beautiful take that yeah why you can put it on you shouldn't i'm not going to ever until braids stop being stigmatized for black girls and black women mm-hmm. i'm never gonna be okay with white girls wearing it y'all can sit up there and be uncle and auntie times all you want and talk <laughs> about how it's just a hairstyle no, well then you know what you're a dummy and you need to go sit down and get educated too exactly and also like it don't be lasting on your hair like no it's shit, not meant for y'all yeah. it's not protective it's just just be tangling your shit up it's not for you <laughs> it's not for you just like moose ain't for me braids ain't for you that's just how we gotta go <laughs> It's not fair. Like, but. just, like, I don't know how many times you got to tell that bitch to chill. And she's not going to. And then her being like, I don't give zero fucks. It's like, that's not cute, especially when, you, like you said, you have black children. It's not cute. And then you know, always saying you don't give zero fucks. And they'd be like, um, guys, I just really, um, I'm sorry. I just didn't know. <laughs> like, she did with the Jeffrey um, Star stuff. She always trying to buck up. And I really felt like she thought because she had the braids, she was tough. Yeah, like when she got saucy with Lindsay Lohan. But yeah, but Lindsay Lohan, knowing damn well that she faking that ass. I know, because I was about to say, she, she shouldn't have said something because I'm like, bitch. Yeah, so Lindsay and Lohan was, was like, are you serious? Under her, No, she said, I'm confused. Yeah, she said, I'm confused. <laughs> but the thing is, and, uh, Lindsay Lohan was wearing like, um, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the name? She was wearing like a hijab and stuff, like. Yeah, but she oh, was in the Middle East, right? She was in the Middle East. Maybe was she, she doing it out of respect? But was she, she was. Doing it? I don't I know. I think she was trying to like, uh, like a like um convert to Islam. Like also, also like that's like, dicey. <laughs> that's how I feel. That is dicey. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so she said that she was confused about under the uh, Kim Kardashian like picture sis. and Kim Kardashian was like well, really well I'm confused as to how you have a fake foreign accent which is confusing but both of <laughs> y'all bitches appropriate culture and just need yeah. to go go bake an apple pie or some shit like just work on y'all culture or like and Kim Kardashian got a lot of out of uh, the Albanian culture like you Armenian. Can, Oh, sorry. Our Armenian culture, she could just bury herself in, but she'd rather be dabbling black. Kanye West <laughs> needs to shut that shit down. Like, he's not a good being a good boy. He black. is just honestly, I feel like he's just a sack of skin. Yeah, true. He in the sunken place forever, Sick. though. Like, not even ours. It's <laughs> a real one. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Monique telling us to boycott Netflix. Um, I just, oh my gosh, like, I love Sis. Monique. Let me first start off by saying I think Monique is funny as shit. I love the Parkers, but mm-hmm. I think I might just have to settle with the fact that I like Nikki Parker. I may yeah. not like Monique because it seems like she's such a pain to work with. Yeah. Just like you don't, you first, I didn't really believe Lee Daniels because it seems like Lee Daniels just don't be liking black women that don't listen sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like he, if it's not a little baby that listen, he'd be like, yeah, she's terrible to work with. Yeah. But. And then you start hearing all these rumors about how Monique is just terrible, terrible to work with and how she like flips out on people on Twitter sometimes. And with that being said, like I still want Monique to win. But, you know, she said she was offered $500,000 to do a Netflix comedy special. And Amy Schumer was offered $11 million and Dave Chappelle and Rick Rock. 
I'll say Rick Rock. Chris Rock was offered twenty million. So Amy Schumer, you know, she went back and negotiated. She said she knows she shouldn't get as much as Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, but based on you know all her accolades, she should at least get more than eleven million. Because what the fuck? Why would you need more than eleven million dollars? I don't know, but I applaud her for negotiating because she got two million more. So Monique tried to do the same thing, and it was like, no, not you, sis. <laughs> and she goes, well, what's the difference? You know, she started talking about her resume and all these things, and they were just like, uh, no. At the end of the day, we gave Amy Schumer more because she's outsold things currently. Yeah, she has a hit movie currently. Like, pretty much saying Amy Schumer is relevant and your old-ass resume is not. Now, (laughs) while I do think 500... I think that mon- that bit of money, half a million dollars, is insulting. They could have at least gave her one million, I believe. I believe anything less than a million for somebody who's Oscar. Did she win that Oscar? Um, I don't think so. Let um, me see. Did Monique did win the Oscar? So either way, Oscar nominated or award winning. I think that anything less than a million is insulting. But I think that what you need to do is turn it down if somebody's not paying you your worth. I don't think you need to ask us to boycott Netflix. Yeah, because like my dad was saying, like you asking fucking working class people <laughs> living paycheck to paycheck that's paying ten dollars. First of all, half of us don't even pay for our own Netflix because I share my parents' Netflix. You asking us to boycott something and my dad was like, somebody, one of his friends was like, I don't get into rich people problems. And I'm yeah. like, that's the fuck how I feel. I'm like, first of all, and then she wants to bring, like, this is not you. What you're talking about has nothing to do with the working class, the working class black person, like, pay gap, like, thing like that, because you're mad because it's affecting you. You. Like, you, you ain't never, said shit about it before You this. never said black lives matter. You never said any of that shit. Like, nope. you're mad because it's affecting you. And I forgot who it was. It was somebody that worked for BET. He was like, she says to them, like, you need to talk about this, whatever. And they was like, I already talked about it, Monique. Like, yeah. I said something, but you didn't like you weren't listening because it wasn't affecting you like you weren't concerned about it right and i just confirmed she did win the uh oscar for best supporting role so like i said i do get why uh, half a mil wasn't enough for her because like that's chump change for real for real that's a parent that's like what some people do for like a verse they talking about our special but even even sometimes things ain't about the money when you're rich I feel like if, at the end of the day, we haven't heard shit from Monique since she won that Oscar. Exactly. So why not have used that opportunity to get your career back on track? And then look, all the, all these, everybody could have been like, damn, Monique, funny, because we really haven't seen her do stand-up since the Queens of Comedy. Exactly. And also, like, you know, like you said, like, you know, Dave Chappelle's, like, you know, problematic, whatever. But... People were anticipating Dave Chappelle's they comeback. They wanted to see it. People were waiting for Dave Chappelle to come back. People, so every that, time he say, because we gotta remember, Dave Chappelle hid out for like eight years. Yeah. He was on, nobody knew what he was doing, why he left the comedy scene, but everybody knew the Chappelle show was so fucking funny. And unfortunately, the Chappelle show had white people's attention too. They had their coin. And if yep. you look at the numbers, like who's watching Netflix the most, it might, that's who he, he appealed to that person. Mm-hmm. Like Monique, for, from what, from our perspective, Monique is known as like a black gem. Like she's known as <laughs> something like black people love. So they're not going to, they're taking, they feel like they're gambling with you. They're taking a chance exactly. with you. Exactly. And I'm like, what the, and like I said, what if she come up, like she come up there and tell them, oh, look at all these homosexuals. Yeah. Look at y'all doing gay shit. Oh, look yeah. at the dyke. Yeah, like she know, exactly. what if Her she. Her comedy might still be outdated. Yeah. So t- like she can't talk about skinny bitches no more because we be seeing you in the gym lifting <laughs> your legs up, doing burpees and shit. So you can't even talk about that no more. So that was your, your gag has been gooped for real. <laughs> <laughs> because that was her gag. So build and your that's gag not up even again. Funny. That's not even funny. Body shaming not funny. Like it's a whole you gotta actually be funny these days because you can't talk about skinny people you can't talk about big people you just cannot you can't do it you can't talk about people's body anymore you can't talk about people's sexuality in that way like those jokes you have to actually be funny you can't ride off of other people's pain for your jokes exactly so I mean I just don't know I think she should have took it or if you felt like it wasn't worth your time moved on but don't don't ask us my black ass to join in on this (laughs) because I ain't got shit to do with it you ain't got nothing I don't even got health care then like, she goes, I don't know why that angle was like that where you just saw like her shoulder, the top of her shoulders up, but she says, I love us for real at the end. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, you don't. 
Yeah, Not for you real. don't. You and that really shit don't. was weird. And it was like, so you know that your audience is just black. <laughs> yeah, I black love us for real. It. Or like, <laughs> just I say, like P Diddy did. Like I'm. No, not no, not P didn't. Master P did. Master P was saying how they offer him one million dollars, you know, a record deal for one million dollars. And he said, if a white man want to pay me one million dollars, I know I'm worth at least a few million. Yep. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start my shit independently. A lot of people's looking at him sideways, but that's what he did. So if you feel like that chunk of change is not enough for you, by all means, go ahead and do something else. Like you're free to do that, but don't ask us to join in just because you ain't do shit in seven years and that's what they thought thought you were worth. Like I'm. It's not a black thing right now. It's just a you don't like it thing. Hello. <laughs> so, all right. Now we're going to move into Milano D. Rook. Okay. So, first of all, I don't know shit about this brand. <laughs> but I know I've been seeing so many hood people with Milano written across their shirt. And, like, honestly, I thought Milano was literally, like, something you got from Primark that just was saying Milan in, like, Italian. That's what I thought it was. I had no idea this was a luxury brand, but I 100% saw people wearing it. Yeah, no So, same. you were telling me that tracksuits could go as high as $500, which, he-he-he-he-ha, like, I... <laughs> He 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 ha! I'll be damned if I wear something I'm supposed to sweat in for five hundred dollars. First of all, no, I didn't even want to pay twenty dollars for the champion sweatpants I got from Models. <laughs> Not fucking made Yeah, like me, like when I get that shit hurt. When I twenty dollars, when I get my income tax, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pay fifty four dollars for these tights, but they gonna last me for seven years. They really are. They gonna last me for seven years. I'm not gonna get a luxury tracksuit for three hundred smacks and be like I'm that bitch and then these are people that don't need to be working out but anyway I'm going into something totally different <laughs> uh, so this Milano she's a girl she's Philly based she's a designer her stuff has been like like highly rated and it turns out that uh, people are getting stuff uh, with H&M tags on it yeah all right, so I'm reading here that a button-down shirt that was sold for $78 online had <laughs> H&M tags, and it turns out it was a $14.99 shirt. So she's selling a $15 shirt for $78, you know? And a lot of people was arguing, like, okay, well, that's what wholesale is. Because, you know, people, that's what they do. They mass-produce these shirts from different parts of the world, Thailand and China and everywhere else. They get these T-shirts for 99 cents, then they put their stuff on it. But that and then don't they mean sell... I got to fucking buy it. Right, listen. And they sell it up. But what I... <laughs> Well, what people don't understand is when you buy something for $78 and the H&M tag is still on it, Yeah, that's a slap in the face. And you're it robbing is. your own people because you know it's mostly black people buying this. Exactly. So either what you're going to do is go, go, you have a luxury brand and have luxury quality stuff mm -hmm. and sell it for what it's worth. Yeah. Or you're going to sell stuff that's from H&M. I think it should be priced for what it's worth. Exactly. Like the $35 at the most because you have to put the writing on you it. You have to print it. You yeah. have to do like all this other so stuff. You have to make a profit. Yeah. But to sell a $15 shirt for 70 something and that's just one example like she could be doing that like selling ten dollar hoodies for close to a hundred dollars like you are really like that's that's thievery now that a lot is. of people say okay it's the same thing with medicine like you take advil like yeah it's it's a normal advil and then or it's ibuprofen and then there's Moltrin. So ibuprofen gonna be sold for two ninety nine, but just if you slap that Moltrin label on it, the next thing you know, it's gonna be sold up for ten dollars for the same amount. Yeah. But here's the thing: the you see the pills, the pills, they're yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. You can't just sell literally the same thing. If it was the same, it might be the same formula. But it ain't the same thing. You exactly. have to have your own shit. You can't take another prominent clothing, global clothing brand, and then say you a luxury brand. That is, no. That's mm -mm. not how a luxury brand works. Because, like, when people, for instance, because I get, everybody know I'm obsessed with phone cases. And I get, like, my phone cases from AliExpress. And, like, the most that I've paid for a phone case was, like, $7. But I've seen a phone case that I have that's, like, that's been sold for like 20 something dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's the vendors that I'm buying it from on AliExpress don't market it as like, you know, this is this luxury. Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. Thing. And my, um, 
actually my supervisor my job told me that she knows the wholesaler for Zara so she knows how to get shit straight from China that Zara uses mm. so she gets it cheaper it takes longer for her to get it but she knows how to do it so yeah. like come on it's no this is not a attack on black owned businesses it's not like we're saying that no other business yeah, like, do this get... it's just the way that you do it that's so fucking sloppy if you're gonna sell a, a button a $15 button up down shirt for $78 take the goddamn tag off exactly and y'all defend like i don't know what's in y'all to defend this as the hell y'all are but like it's other things worth defending like in black businesses but like i don't know why y'all pick this hill to die on yeah i don't know i think it's because a lot of people feel like fools for doing for uh for buying it yeah. <laughs> and they gotta they, be... I guess or they might be friends with her or like like somebody stupid, I was seeing though. on you know on Twitter somebody was saying when sometimes when people got a lot of followers they scared to disagree with them and it might be that kind of thing but it's like I just think I think it's a fuck corny like corny, she yeah. okay she a hard worker she hustle and stuff like that but you can hustle but don't hustle other people exactly in your hustle exactly because the thing is just like you hustle people hustle for their money you know right and if you get um let's say you get a gucci belt and then you get an h&m belt that gucci belt better hold up better than an h&m belt not just because of the name Mm -hmm. but because of the quality that comes behind comes with that name so what so that means if you go throw this 78 dollar shirt in a wash three times that shit gonna do just like h&m quality stuff do without the h&m price that's the thing it's the quality needs to match the price exactly or like the thing is if now again back to the phone case thing so I have one of my phone cases I have is a Kate Spade one, but it's I didn't pay Kate Spade price for it. I paid like six dollars for it. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna do that, have it the opposite way. Like you sell it for cheaper, not exactly. higher. Exactly. You know? Because then like the integrity of your brand is just down. It's just like you know you robbing people. Because if I buy it from Case if if I go to Case Bay to get it, of course I'm gonna spend like thirty dollars or whatever. Exactly. But if you I'm get it, that's it. called a sell what you yeah. got. Like it's not like you literally are finding a way where people are still in Case Spade and just selling it lower. Like that was just a sale. Yeah, well, actually, I think it's, um, that's, I think they buy their stuff, like, wholesale, and they, they, oh, they do just how buy, she Okay, so they just thing. buy it for a little bit, um, they buy more for less. Yeah. All right, but still, it's not stealing. Yeah. So, But even yeah. if it was, fuck that case. <laughs> But, all right, we're moving on into the sunken place now. And, again, like, I don't know exactly how old this news is to you all because we missed last week. It might have happened last week when we would have done last week's show. It might have happened in between. But we're putting Charlemagne in the fucking breakfast club back in the sunken place yet again. And this time for attacking our girl, Amara Lenagra. As, you know, we've talked about her before. She's on Love & Hip Hop Miami. She's like, oh, my God, I can't wait for her music to drop. Like, Sabrina, no. I've been listening to this clip of her singing, and I'm singing a song now. She didn't even drop it yet, but that's how excited I am. Like I'm really, I'm standing for her, and she ain't even dropped nothing yeah, yet. Yeah, I really, I hope she like just blows everybody out. The yes, but she went on the Breakfast Club to talk about colorism within the Latina community, and she was just talking about how everybody expect you to look like J Lo and Shakira and this that, and the other, and when they do get an Afro Latina, she's usually like light skinned. She's like, you know, socially acceptable and how hard it is for them. And Charlemagne was gaslighting the fuck out of her and was like, well, I don't understand. You made it. How is it that hard? Yeah. Or he told myself, I, are, are you sure? Like, is this something that you're making up? Or like, is this happening? Like, you know, like, I'm like, nigga, you never leave the fucking your studio. Like, exactly. And DJ Envy was like, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. And she's like, well, you wouldn't know what you're talking about because you're in the American market. You're not in the uh, Latin market. And then Charlemagne Charlemagne was like, well, what about Cardi B? She started so on, upset. she's Afro-Latina. I'm like, get Cardi B dick out your fucking mouth. Like, he always, like, he's so, but, but that's so annoying because, like, that's just, like, first of all, Amara he told been, she's America's sweetheart. Like, she's America's sweetheart. She started on Instagram, she had messed up teeth, and, like, what do you, she's not saying you can't make it if you're Afro-Latina. She's saying that there are not as many opportunities, and it's the same and thing if here. if you're dark-skinned. If you're dark Skin. If you if you are not uh, and the thing is, I don't even know why you brought Cardi B up because I don't even see her like that. She's not. She somebody, don't see her. She don't. It? She don't benefit from light she, skin privilege. She don't. 
Well, she don't benefit, but she don't have to go through the same thing as Amara Lanaga. Because yeah. Amara Lanaga is chocolate. Yeah. So, you know, it's no denying, you know, what's going on with her. It's no denying that she has, like, Afro texture here. Like, Cardi B, you know, gets to hide behind being uh, racially ambiguous. Like, she gets to hide behind. But also, she had to stop. Well, I don't know how it is because, like, maybe, like, it's take a long time. But she she hasn't worn. She used to wear braids all the time. Mm-hmm. And she stopped wearing them when she became, like, you know, high yeah. profile. But she still wear wigs and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like she still, you know, it's not like she just. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, braids because that's, like, you know, that's, like, a black girl. Like, like we were saying, go oh, back yeah. to the Oh, yeah, because she don't consider thing. herself black. Right, Cardi B? No, I was saying because, uh, like, braid, how braids aren't, like, that social sexual but you know, on black. But girl. I think that when you're a celebrity, you get to do what you want. I think she's not wearing braids yes, right she, now. It's because she don't want to. Like Beyonce. But, but I know she said she missed wearing her braids. This is right. Said. It probably just not, like... It takes a lot of time. It yeah. Take a long time. But I feel like when you Beyonce, when you Gabrielle Union, you get to rock your braids with a little bit less, like, you know, cr- criticism. But, but I just don't like how... Somebody is telling you about their experience, and you're saying you sure that exists. You sure when it happens here all the time. Like if Lapita Nyong'o got up and said, "Okay, this is really really hard for me as a dark skinned woman. It means a lot to be standing here where I'm at because you don't. If you look to your left and you look to your right, you don't see a lot of people that mm-hmm. look like me. Do you say? Are I mean, are you sure that this? I mean, look, Alec Weck made it, and so and so, so and so is dark skinned. She made. Nobody's saying that it's impossible for you to make it if you're dark skinned. I'm just saying, you know, if it was so easy for people like Amar Lanagra to make it, we would see more people like her. Yeah. Why, why is this such a phenomenon that we just understand it? We have never seen it. seeing on commercials, like, yesterday when I was in the gym, like, I saw, a, she wasn't as, as dark as Amara, but, like, she was, like, a brown-skinned girl with, like, an afro on a commercial. And I, when I was a kid, like, I've never seen anything You've like never that. never like, like it. I was in such, like, like all oh, like such shock to seeing it. Yeah, and Amara was being nice talking about like in the Dominican like in a Latin Martin market, but it's not just in a Latin market, it's an American market too. And Charlemagne and them they know it, but they do that to get like, you know, people riled up and I'm like, What you can have a good interview without doing that to people and like, like Angela Yee her you? silent ass, like I'm sorry, man. I would never be able to sit with two fucking dogs like that because DJ Envy, he tries to like backtrack and make it as if like, um oh, no, no, no. Man, man, man. Like, okay, I understand what you're saying. But after you done put somebody through mental hell. Yeah. And Charlemagne, like, first of all, don't you talk about what it's like to be dark skinned because you used to be at least partway dark skinned before you went and got your skin bleached. Yeah. So it's just like, boy, please well, sit so down. So what was that for? Please go sit down. Since, yeah, because he said he got it even. So they took the lightest section of his face. How convenient. They took the lightest section of your face and made you that way. You don't, he don't want to talk about that. It's like you would have never done that to anyone else like tell them that their colorism is made up and he always talks about how black lives matter this and the other but that's just like a lot of black men yeah all they see is their black struggles and he full of shit too like that really irks me like he has a book called black privilege like what the fuck yeah and it's like and even though it's not what you think it is it's still complete and utter bullshit yeah the fucking name of book like that is beyond me so you know, just big f you to the Breakfast Club. Exactly, as like, I and I don't really... even listen to it. I did the, these clips just find their way to me. And when I hear about somebody doing somebody like Amara wrong, of course I'm going to listen and be ready to talk about it here. Yeah, and I just want somebody to just beat the living bull crap out of him. <laughs> I'm pissed for being you. You just fuck him up. I know. I would love to, but like I just got too much on the line. Yeah, especially somebody. He looked like he oppressed charges as nigga. So. Yeah, he already a bitch, and it, it makes me mad because he like. I don't care. Like I know I'm a I know yeah, I'm not a fighter. But I'm a rich bitch. I'm a rich one. Are you though? Are yeah. you? Are you a rich bitch? We'll see. But um yeah, so all right. Now, this week for common senses, we're talking about um what it means to be like a misbehaved woman. Cause me and Sabria, we both are. Like we both are just we don't listen. We, you know, we don't behave. We maybe hard working we may do the right thing but when it comes to saying what's on our mind like we don't hold back and we don't try to you know be a good girl and the reason why 
this topic came about is because um I know like a lot of people, a lot of women, like colleagues that I really do respect and who have been working hard and grinding, but I feel like the opportunities for them open up a little bit easier because their personality is so safe and they mm-hmm. make people so comfortable. And like the fact that me and Sabria, we do this every week where we kind of put ourselves out and we say really <laughs> offensive things and kind of curse and give, just give our raw selves. That's going to make, not going to say we'll never make it, but the opportunity for us are going to not come as easily you know because it's it's like we're almost like a liability because of how much shit that we say Mm -hmm. so you have to be patient knowing that you're not a quote-unquote good girl so it's it's just like a lot of times like bad girl riri like rihanna she can be a bad girl because she's rich and she's famous and like you know no matter what she does people will love it and it it gives me a lot of inspiration because she's one of the main reasons why i decide to misbehave because she says whatever fuck she wants Mm -hmm. but when like where does the opportunity come where does the stepping stone come for somebody like us yeah like i feel like now more so that like people crave honesty that's why i also love Issa Rae so much because like oh yeah so i'm just uh, so she said i'm like damn does she really say that like when she said i'm known for everybody black i'm like damn like she really fucking said that yeah like i feel like but then again i feel like but like for instance she did wear black and she went to the oscars whatever like i'm somebody that I probably wouldn't have showed up in all black. Yeah. And I, I probably wouldn't have showed up at all. Or if I did show up, I would have, you know, been completely caused a ruckus. Because that's, like, the mood that I am. Because a lot of them who went there and did it, they're full of shit. Like, the fact that Aziz Hazari had a Time's Up pin. Mm-hmm. Fucking Justin Timberlake, who yeah. worked with Woody Allen, like, stuff like that. Like, I'm all for calling people out on their bullshit yeah, and but stuff you, like that. And, like, the thing is, I would have still wore a black dress, but I would have just made people feel uncomfortable. Because I'm like, I could still, like, I'm still... I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm showing up here and I'm boycotting, like, the sexuals, the silent sexual assault that's going on in the industry. Now, it's some fakers here, and I'm still going to call them the fuck out. But I'm not going to, like, I'm still going to stand in support of what the original objective was. And even, like, you know, these people are fake. Like, that's my thing. Like, I... I cannot silence myself and I want to be a part of all these cool things. Like I Mm want to be a part of all these fun things, all these fun projects. I want to, you know, have fun, but it it takes a lot of ignorance to just join in on the fun without being completely honest, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people are willing to do. And I just want to know, like, how can you be like Rihanna and be this like super, super outspoken? How can you be like Beyonce and drop formation, but people still invite you to the Grammys? And I feel like, you have to just keep being unapologetic because if I was, my original goal, like when I was in college was to work on for E! News. Juliana Rancic was like one of my idols. You remember that, right? Yep. I loved so, wow. Juliana Rancic. I wanted to be on E! News. And then something happened when I graduated and I started working in television and I started realizing that I don't fit in with this fake shit. Like I really don't because my personality is to get angry and to tell the truth or yeah. to get really happy and then to tell the truth yeah. and just always speak my mind because that's what, you know, that's what I needed growing up. I needed somebody to tell me that stretch marks was okay. Mm-hmm. I needed someone to tell me to slap a man in the face if he tries to put his <laughs> hands on me. Like, I needed that. And I'm like, I want to be that person. But at the same time, like, when, like, we have people rooting for us heavy, yeah. way more support than what like I would have ever expected in my life, even at this small scale. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, where's my stepping stone going to be? Because I'm not getting on no cable TV. Because I, like pe- I feel like people crave honesty. And like, it's like, it annoys me because like men can be like this. And, and white women still, too. Yeah. And, white, and people still be like, oh yeah, like I'm on board. But like, I just feel like, we just had to create our own. You definitely have to create your own song. space, and you have to do it because there's so there are so many other girls who love what we say. Like, and I hear that all the time. Like, I was talking to my girlfriend, um, Kristen, and I was saying like I'm nervous about going back to a certain position because I'm like, you know, I got this podcast where I talk so much shit, and like I might make the people I work with uncomfortable. But she's like, but what you said or saying needs to be said, and yeah. I never thought about it that way. I always think about what we say is just fun, and like what we think about but if it needs it does need to be said yeah. that you know certain people shouldn't be doing certain things exactly. and like if we if somebody if i gotta get blackballed or if i have to have people judge me and think that 
um, okay, you're so misbehaved. You're such, you have such a dirty mouth. Then that's just what it is. Like, I'll be the misbehaved black girl. Like, I'm fine with that mm-hmm. because that's who I am. Like, I'm not going to behave simply so that I can be on the E! News and all this super, super commercial shit. Like, those dreams of me being, like, I used to dream of maybe being on Good Morning America one day. And I know now that will never happen. But then I would say, well, where can I go? Can I go to Vice? But I'm like, no, that's for outspoken white men. I can't do that. No, can't mm-hmm. do that either. Like, will I ever be on CNN? No, that's really for, like, this type of person that type person you can't curse there and that's why i guess podcasts are so great but it's just like that's a struggle for people who don't necessarily just follow the line i see great things happening for my girlfriends who are super bubbly and don't curse and have no urge to start trouble and i'm like damn you know joan rivers quote unquote was like that but joan rivers was also white people loved her yeah and wh- white people can say that like stuff like that like white sarah people- silverman too like yeah they they love that they love when she do that and like and sometimes she be saying shit i'm like what the fuck but yeah like, and yeah. even the girls from raw city they can kind of be like quirky where misbehaved girls yeah and i'm just like but they have like in recent times have like i guess like curved some things they said like i know on social media but like you know i just i don't because it's i don't want to budge because men can be like that like fucking how charlamagne fucking is so yeah. like that oh i'm not like budging men, men can be like that and they can get away with it and just it'd be like you know whatever but it's just like i can't i'm at the point where i'm just so full of truth that i just cannot bite my tongue no and it's just so much fun being this way instead it's just i would be so miserable like like if I had like let's just say um I didn't have tattoos and I got I wore weave instead of an afro and I wore like palplum dresses and got up and stood and was like you know welcome on in I could one hundred percent do that mm-hmm. but I would. It, one day, like in the middle of a cast, I would be like, <laughs> "Fuck everybody here!" <laughs> like I would literally yeah, just snap. Yeah, I was gonna say, I can't if I'm not myself. That I would just like lose it, I just lose my fucking. Mind. Exactly, and everybody likes the rocker chick. Everybody likes the edgy, like loudmouth girl once she's already famous. But when you're broke and just a normal, like rude black girl or just a normal not rude because we're never rude normal honest black girl then it's just like nobody says black girl bad girl brie brie nobody says bad girl ema as a matter of fact recently i've started feeling like people were are annoyed with me for speaking up yeah no, I, I start. The same people are also. always annoyed with me. Like, if someone is trying to mistreat me and like I gather them, it's like I could feel my family being like, "Iman, just like calm down." And I'm like, like no. "What am I supposed to do? Like, I'm I'm sorry, I don't behave. I'm sorry." But oh, but like they say, <laughs> well-behaved women rarely make history. You just gotta keep that True up. Too. And with the stakes that are against us aren't even that bad. Like we're just getting judged. Yeah, and we may not get you know ever anything other than the podcast any other opportunities outside of what we wanted to do but you gotta think about what it was like to be a misbehaved black girl like in the 60s or the 70s that shit was deadly <laughs> yeah I was about to say we would have been fucking yeah like, somebody would have been off me <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is ridiculous and I've always been like this like especially if I know I'm telling the truth please yeah it's no hold it. I'm just like I'm I'm not done like I'm sorry like I just it has to be said cause I hate fake shit like I hate fake when people are fake or like they're going along with something and they're like this and that I'm like no that's fucking stupid like yeah and like or if um you're doing a red carpet look. You're the only black girl there, and there's no other. You, there's barely any other black people there, and you just have to keep talking to white people at the white people. I'm, I don't even want to be in this space for real, for real. Exactly. Because I know I don't give a shit. So I'm like, why would I even be there? And I'm tired of people who don't do what they, what the like. They say things, but they don't mean what they say. Like, fucking Miley Cyrus said that she was not going to be on the red carpet no more. I don't know if you remember her saying <laughs> that. She said she was not. And I saw her Grammy like, hey, peace, bitches. <laughs> In a beautiful gown, looking clean. And I'm like, yeah. you're really fucking fake. Yeah, and it's not, and I don't even believe that everybody that who do th- commercial things are fake. Like, Robin Roberts and 
Oprah. You know, I don't think that they're fake. I think that's her true personality to kind of be, like, not to say that they're obedient, but to be kind of like, uh, they kind of make everybody comfortable. Yeah. They kind of make uh, white people feel safe. White people fucking love Oprah. White people love Robin Roberts because even though they're tough and they're very proud to be black and they stand up when it's necessary, they kind of have more of a, like, reserved attitude about them. And I'm like, we don't have that. That's why I love Angela Rye so much because she get up and she show her ass on CNN every chance she get. I love that. And she comes with the facts. Issa Rae, it's definitely like a lot of people breaking the barriers for us, but I don't know. I'm just saying if you are somebody who refuses to behave, don't let people talk you into being obedient and being like everybody else. Like you are a problem. Just keep doing you because we have enough people who just fall in line. We really do. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Bloop. That's it for this week's show. Um, Let's see. Do we got any shout outs? I have a shout out, actually. Ooh. I want to shout out my cousin Tristan. I actually seen her oh, um, shout out to Tristan. yesterday, and I forgot how funny she was, yo. She had me rolling. She So, um, I told you I'm vegan now, and I went to a repast. And you know black people, they can't. They can't never just have a salad. They got to, even their vegetables, their greens got to be soaked in smoked turkey and macaroni and cheese. Cause I, and I can't eat cheese anymore because I'm vegan. So I walked up there with a plate and she's like, what'd you get? And I turned around and my plate was empty. And I was like, oh, I got a delicious assortment of, but it was nothing on my plate. <laughs> and she was laughing. This girl was laughing at me so hard for not having nothing to eat. <laughs> She's like, damn, you ain't got nothing to eat, Ema. And I, that seems very mean, but if you know her, like, she's my cousin. It's yeah. very funny. It just feels good to see her. She's hilarious, so. And she's an avid listener, so thank you oh, for listening you all so the time, Tristan. Mm-hmm. Any shout-outs for you? No. That's it for this week. week. That's it. Yeah. All right, Um. so we uh, we might, we supposed to be going to see SZA tomorrow. <sighs> um. Yeah. Like I said, the third time's a charm. <laughs> Hopefully we do. I really feel a fishy feeling. I just feel nothing. Yeah. I feel nothing at all. Um, Check our Instagram. Uh, and that'll tell if we've seen her or not. Because we're going to be <laughs> pissed off if we ain't see her. And we're going to be pissed off if we do finally see her. Because yeah. it's going to be a Wednesday night. We got to work the next day. Um, Right now, we're actually about to go to the gym and run. Because we're training for the Broad Street Run. That's 10 miles. <laughs> So three miles once we leave here. And yeah, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, Twitter on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch, or you can send us an email at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Bye. Peace.